Go ahead. Way to start. All right, my friends. It's Sean Vig with the Fitness Unleashed with Sean podcast. Sitting here on my lovely dining room table looking at my Christmas tree. The lights are on and all the snow in the yard. By the way, if you want to learn more about me, you can always visit SeanVigFitness.com. Download my free fitness app. Check out my online training program, Sean's Vault, free for 14 days. And you can browse my collection of fitness books, among other things. So it's down in the description. always appreciate you uh, checking out what I'm doing other than what I'm doing on the podcast. If I sound a little strange today, it's because I'm a little bit under the weather. We're going to get into that in this discussion. I'd like to welcome back my best friend, because he pays me, and sidekick Stefan. Hey, greetings. I, too, am standing in front of my Christmas tree. I will sit down in a minute, but uh, it's good to hear your voice and good to be on the call. Very nice. Before we get started, I guess we already started, but we're trying something a little different today on this podcast. We are doing it through the Skype app to get some, well, it sounds pretty good so far, I think, and also to get some research because not everybody has an iPhone, and the iPhone seems to work the best with the Anchor app, which is what I normally use. Isn't that correct, Stefan? It is, and I thought we were going to speak Spanish only, but I think we threw that one out. Hola. <laughs> <laughs> I always threaten to do an old German podcast, but I probably run out of words really fast. <laughs> mm. yeah, you'd have to use Google Translate. <laughs> yeah, that would, might, uh, might say might. You might say some upsetting things. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it means what? <laughs> I want to also want to mention that I originally was going to record a podcast with it's a friend of mine named Geraint Jones. He's a best-selling author, also a former British military. And we're going to actually do that tomorrow because he's out in Wales somewhere. And he didn't have a, a good... Um, connection so that's what spurred this to use the skype also but you know when stefan comes on the podcast we have a whole plethora of topics to discuss and we always talk about the the meat and potatoes of the app which is how what platform do i use whether it's anchor or maybe skype yeah absolutely when you mentioned that you uh couldn't do the podcast because the connection was poor and that he would possibly do skype i got very excited i'm like yes let's let's do some skype um, cause I no longer have, uh, any phones, so we'll kind of get into that. I don't, yeah, we're gonna talk about computer. <laughs> I have some notes here and yeah, you got very excited. I was up on my iMac and we were fiddling around with Skype, but I couldn't record it. Long story short, it's amazing. The technology, I always think, you know, Stefan back in the eighties when we were biking around West Salem on our dirt bikes, which was a beautiful time. You think, okay, I'm going to download this Skype app and get it up and running. We're going to be on the phone within about 11 seconds. That's about how long it took. Just amazing. There's so many options out there. I just hope and pray that I always use this technology in the best possible way. I don't abuse it. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I don't know if that's how we want to start off with uh, uh, maybe regressing and talking about uh, some of the past addictions we said we had and how we're doing now we want to revisit that stuff we can yeah let's uh to give people a sense a few episodes ago in this podcast we did i think it's called my youtube addiction and you spoke about an addiction you had which you're getting under control not without pitfalls and waves up and down and also an addiction i have with youtube so let's talk briefly about both of those i believe last time stefan your addiction was you had 16 cell phones. How yeah. is that? How is that progressing? 
Um, well, I, I cold turkey. I went to one phone and that wasn't working for me. Uh, when I visited you in West Salem, I even had one phone. And I switched to a, a BlackBerry and you just, I think I saw you crying in the corner a little bit because <laughs> the iPhone that was from makes, the onions. <laughs> <laughs> the iPhone makes everything so easy, uh, so integrated, but, um, yeah, I just, it's, it's not necessarily uh, the content that I uh, get lost in. It's just I, I marvel at technology. I love playing with different things. And if you just give me one device, I, I have a problem. I need, I need more. I need, uh, it's like uh, Doc Brown when he has all those clocks. He has an obsession with clocks in the beginning mm -hmm. of the Back to the Future. It's, think of that when you think of me, when you think of phones. So I got rid of everything. I don't, I don't even have a cell phone, not even a flip phone, just... What are you speaking on right now? So I'm using a, a laptop, a Windows 10 laptop uh, that I use primarily for work. So I've kind of gone down to one device. And for my phone calls, I use Google Voice, which doesn't always work. So I was happy to try uh, Skype and I'm pleasantly surprised at the audio quality. It's very good. Good, good. You're doing it. There's a little roboting. We call that when it goes. I don't know yeah. if people can hear that. I can hear that. We're both in a frozen spot right now. Maybe it's the Christmas tree setting it off. Too many, <laughs> too many lights. I have the too lights many Homer Simpson ornaments. So I, I mean, we talked about before, but sixteen cell phones. We don't have to belabor the point, but I, anyone I tell that to, it, it's it's like I'm holding a small turd under their nose. Like, oh, what? Sixteen? <laughs> sixteen cell phones, and now you're speaking through a non-cell phone. And, I mean, Stefan and I, Stefan and I have gone back and forth for years because I have probably about eight or ten different phone numbers for you. Four one four. You're in the Milwaukee area. Don't worry, people can't find you. Uh, but four one four. Anything that comes into my phone from that, I have to answer because it's it's you. And it, well, it kind of hmm. reminds me of uh, when your dad would uh, call me, and he used a ten ten eight twenty number. Those calling cards. Remember that? So yeah, you would calling have calling cards. You would have to, oh, like, oh, that's Mr. Vig. I better take this. Because you didn't, it wasn't his number, uh, his local number from West Salem. It would be a calling card number. I'm like, oh, I better take that. Yeah, calling cards were big for a number of years. My, some of my years in professional theater, I was always armed with a calling card because I was traveling so much. And now the, the challenge is finding a payphone. Yeah, exactly. I, I took a photo there at uh, the Safeway gas station I use here. They actually do have a a payphone outside. I took a photo of it and posted it last month. And I said, anyone know what this thing is? And a few people did, but it is, uh, uh, they're really not used much anymore. Yeah. I my kids, believe. my kids wouldn't know what to do. Like we have uh, a landline phone here and they don't know how to operate the cordless telephone. They're like, what do I do? You hit talk first, then you dial the number, you know, <laughs> we're, and they're like, well, how do you text on this? I'm like, you don't, it's just voice only. Hmm. So. And they can figure out the most complex things on computers and video games, like Fortnite and all that. But you give this, hey, this is a cordless phone. We used to walk out almost into the garage. By the time you got out in the garage, it started getting staticky. But at least you could sit out on the porch and talk on the phone. Oh, yeah. The cordless phone And you phone pull up a, the big antenna also. Yeah, the cordless phone was such a marvel. We never had one when I grew up. We always had the phone on the wall and it had the rotary dial. So uh, I'd love to like see, I think they have videos on YouTube where they say, uh, they look back, they regress back in time and they say, hey, look at this uh, old computer with a modem. I bet you they have one with a rotary phone where, here, try to figure this out and they give it to kids and they'll be like, what do mm -hmm. I do? 
you know, like yeah, get, the, well, it hurt your finger. Trying yeah, to you, dial a rotary phone, especially the zeros. Yeah, you hated people that had zeros or nines in their number. Like multiple zeros would be like, oh, because you'd have to wait three seconds for it to come mm -hmm. back. Click, 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 click. You probably downloaded and installed Skype faster than you could actually call my phone number with a rotary. Oh, easily. <laughs> That's yeah. interesting. But now we talked about me. What about so your YouTube addictions? And we've been talking about some other social media stuff that you've also uh, said adios to. Well, I'm a strange guy, maybe because I'm 44. If I was 24, I might be that all I would know would be social media. But I didn't grow up with social media. And I'm happiest when I'm using it very sparingly with my fitness brand. I post a lot to it and it's fantastic for that. I don't want to give that up. But I, I was telling you and I told my wife this, too. I said, you know, if I didn't run Sean Vig Fitness and stuff, I would delete all of my social media. I would go back to how I was in the 80s, I'd skateboard around, ride a dirt bike, and go play. <laughs> and I, I really don't care all that's happening on social media, but it is a wonderful way to stay in touch with people. And I like that component of it. I don't surf around and follow other people very much. And, oh, the big one is I deleted Twitter off my phone. I realized something about Twitter had this horrible effect on me i i was checking it way too much whoever i was checking you can check anything you want on there and twitter is constantly refreshing itself so you can kind of drive yourself crazy i i, I got a little carried away with that i realized i was going to my phone way too much oh, i gotta check twitter again then i'd say i'm not going to check twitter for a while and all of a sudden i'm back on the phone checking twitter i don't know how i got to the phone i don't know how i got back on twitter but there i am and my head's down and I'm feeling, you know, I don't like how I feel when I'm on it. I'm confused. I get upset. I'm not focused. It's pulling me away all the time from the work I really need to do. So one day I said, you know, I can check it periodically on my computer because people contact me through Twitter and I like that. I go on there and, and respond to them. But I deleted the app off my phone and it was like night and day. Like I feel so much better. All that distraction is gone and my mind has been so much more focused lately. And uh, it's all because I deleted that damn Twitter off my phone. <laughs> the damn yeah, no. Twitter. <laughs> <I laughs> you sound, look, you sound like an up. old Madden now, that old damn yeah, Twitter. Like you, should, son of a... you should be but shaking let me tell your you fist something. when you say that. <laughs> I know, like the eight, oh, what is that guy from the Simpsons? He's always dancing outside. She ate what she used to be. But let me oh, tell you something, yeah. and I, I would never blame Twitter. I'm not that type. Twitter is there. You can use it however you want. It's like I, I have my new car. I could take that car and just drive over people's mailboxes. I, I choose not to. So it, it was up to me, and I did some thinking on it and praying. I'm like, you know, I don't need this. I, it, it became a, uh, a distraction, and I definitely don't want that. So if you uh, reach out to me on Twitter, I will get back to you. I'm just not checking it on my phone. Oh, very good. No, and, well, the uh, other addiction. Progress. That, progress. Oh, yeah. Well, it feels really good. I like going cold turkey. You and I are both like that. Like, I don't want to hem and haw with certain things. Just get rid of it, and then you can move on. Because I'm always basing how I see the world and how I um, conduct myself throughout the days now. I see that I want it to be the way I was when I was younger. I always go back. I just mentioned it in the 80s, 90s, no distractions in the moment, uh, interacting with people all the time. And I mean, come on, Twitter, things like that pull you away from from interacting with people. Well, yeah, it's uh, I just recently for Thanksgiving went to Wisconsin Dells and 
Yeah. I just, everywhere we went, either whether we went uh, out in a social scene or even amongst our own family, people just whip that phone out and uh, it's, uh, they, they have to be uh, connected. They can't, uh, connected. you know, like, because oh, uh, one of my uh, 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 parties in our group, they didn't have a phone. We felt really bad. So we we're like, we gave one of the parent phones to her. But we turned off the internet, and she's like, "Well, I can't play the game then." So, like, even games are connected. Like, you have to be hmm. on the internet, and the internet went down a couple times in Wisconsin Dells where we were staying, and uh, the kids were. It was like a nine one one call to me, like, "Get the internet working." I'm like, well, "Oh, I'll, wow!" Like, I'll call the hotel, I guess. <laughs> it's like uh-huh. no one watched the TV. The TV stayed off. It's really interesting. They're they're all on the phones. Yeah, TVs uh, are kind of passe now. Uh, you see people, I know people, they'll sit on the couch, the TV's on, but they have, in between them and the TV is another device, whether it's an iPad or a phone. So that's actually coming between you and the TV, where when I, you watch older TV shows and movies, they talk about, in Home Alone, I think he says, he goes, TV is my life. That's mm-hmm. his addiction back then. Now, I don't even know it's a TV anymore. What's on my screen in front of me? Because that's something you can actually control and keep searching and looking around and interact. Well, I think it's, the screen has always been there and we've been mesmerized. We're just um, transporting the screen from um, you know, a, a non-mobile object to something that's always with you. And that's mm-hmm. the trouble. Before, when TV, you'd be like, well, I got a TV watching problem, but you can't take it with you. You have to go to work. You have to go to school. You have to do all <laughs> like, these things. You could. A, well, a phone you you got you can take with you, and um, you could take a TV, yes, but you could have a, like yeah. a little those old pocket TVs that they used to have those Sony's. I remember yeah, those seeing were popular. Them. Yeah, that was a big deal. A little pocket TV, you could barely see it, but you had it. That, <laughs> that's all it meant. It wasn't really that you, it was practical, but oh, that guy over there, he has one of those pocket TVs the with a huge flat. antenna on the. Yeah, the antenna was probably bigger than anything. It's a two-inch screen. It was a good <laughs> antenna. Uh, hey, how do I sound? Because we're this is an experiment too. Because you you're still roboting periodically. Oh, do I sound okay? Yeah, you sound great. Um, like so, you, it just did again. You went ah, this oh. robot sound. Uh, no, you sound great. I mean, I can okay. take. Are you my, in a swimming micro- pool? No, I'm uh, sitting at a at a nice desk in front of a Christmas tree. It just so. did it again right there when you said desk. Went desk. Uh, yeah, about every sentence, it, there's a word in there where it peels it into a robot sound. Do you want me to try a different microphone mm. live on air? Yeah, let, let's do it. Hey, okay. This is, this is what it's all about. Three, two. No, you really <laughs> went robot when you said that. <laughs> okay. Uh... Oh, that's fun. I'll, I'll sing while you're on there. Oh, Tannenbaum, oh, Tannenbaum, bum, 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 bum. Are you there, SS? Yeah, I'm here. You, I, couldn't, you couldn't hear me talking before, could you? Uh, well, I'm not sure. Keep talking. Uh, well, I I plugged back into the uh, to the audio how I had it with an external microphone, so you couldn't hear okay. me before when I disconnected, huh? Not really, but mm. you know, so far so good. I haven't heard the robot thing because it was about every sentence, and oh, that bugs me from the. I, I like the audio part of it. I'm very, a stickler, but I thought, well, this is the whole point of this podcast is we're trying find something different and to see what happens. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I don't think Skype is going to be as, um, the quality is going to be as good as Anchor. Anchor is very impressive as far as the audio quality. They did mm-hmm. 
Well, that's their job. It's podcasting. So they did a great job on the uh, the interface and making it easy to connect and uh, the whole bit. I'm very so impressed. Anchor, I know Anchor is pretty much big time now, so they're, which is great for all of us. It means they're always making improvements on it. They want to make the best possible product for people to use. And I, I very much enjoy it. Very much enjoy it. Get a little shout out to Anchor. If you've listened to my podcast, that's what you're listening to it on. And it's sent everywhere. iTunes. Google podcast is everywhere, but it's on anchor. Yeah. They so, need to figure uh, out the monetization pro- product like YouTube. You know what I mean? Where you can mm-hmm. put ads or something into it. And not everybody wants ads, but I'm surprised they haven't done that. Well, you, and also I should ask people who are listening because <laughs> they, there are options to put jingles. You can put music in the, in the app, in the episodes. Um, there's music. I don't know. I like to keep it very, you know, you hit record and boom, let's go. Having a real conversation. I picture you and I or whoever I'm speaking with, we're sitting at a coffee shop having a chat. Well, maybe that could be one of the things, uh, coffee shop background noise. You just put it in there. <laughs> yeah, people <laughs> ordering, <laughs> taking orders or dropping uh, coffee cups or something like that. That'd be interesting. Mm-hmm. Or a laugh the track. Old co- you, could, you could treat it like a sitcom where we could have <laughs> laugh tracks in the background. True. Press button. Yeah, very now. good. <laughs> so, oh, let me mention too that since you know giving up the Twitter and getting, it's always about focus with me. Uh, how they built my ability to focus always determines how my days go, really, because my mind, the mind can pull you down, it can really destroy you for the day, or it can lift you up and make you very productive and make you able to interact with people. And I, I, lately, I've been focusing on the podcast, which has been wonderful. I've had a few guests on already, and that's something new for me. It's very uh, – at first, it was a challenge for me to have somebody on and be the interviewer because I've been on a lot of podcasts. I do videos, and I teach a lot. So I'm always talking. I'm always lecturing, talking, and it's been very uh, – it's been challenging but very rewarding for me to have somebody on and to pick their brain. And to keep the conversations flowing, to keep them hopefully interesting, to bring up different concepts. And also, I write out all these notes when, like, uh, a few days ago, I had Coach Kozak from HasFit on the podcast. And I wrote out a whole page of notes. I don't know if I got to all of them because a lot of times you veer off on these other subjects. And I like that. It's a real organic conversation. So that's been very good for me to focus that different aspect to actually bring people on and pick their brains. Yeah, I think you're get with each episode. You probably get you're you're smoothing it out. You're getting better each time. So I did listen to the Melissa Bender and then the Coach Kozak. So, so from the early days when we first started out, we would just go back and forth like um, ping pong or tennis, whatever you want to say. But <laughs> the early now, days, you mean the last summer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, the 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 start of the podcast. But now it seems like you have uh, more control and you're controlling the narrative. Well, you you and I we talk on the phone all the time. So the purpose of these are to have we like we spoke for a while a couple hours ago, and I'm like, oh, let's talk about that, and we'll talk about this. I I said it it was a dress rehearsal we were doing, but yes. we want it to be fresh, and it is what it is. As Jilly, my wife, would say, it, some. I'll do a video and I'll make a comment like, you know, I don't like how that looked or it sounded. And she'll say, 
is it a free video? Yeah. She goes, well, then don't worry about it. So <laughs> people can make the choice if they want to listen or not. That's nice. They can skip ahead. They can go on to the next episode. I like that supply and demand and people can decide. But with you and I, I like the free forming chats and you and I talk two or three times a week. So we have a good uh, conversational base going. Yeah. We keep it real. As they as they say on the street, keeping it real. Yeah, yeah. So we were we were talking about the addictions. The last addiction, and I talked about it was in the title, was the YouTube addiction, where I was posting constantly to YouTube. YouTube pretty much owned my last summer, where I was filming every single day. I was doing thirty day challenges, and I have to say I love doing that. But I did have to rearrange things. Lately, I've been posting shorter videos kind of in a holding pattern right now. I'm not sure exactly how I want to proceed because I do have my online training program, Sean's Vault, which there is a fee, but I do like the idea of having all of my content in one place and people, I mean, it's, it's nice to get paid for your hard work also. Right. Do you think uh, switching your workflow and, and removing the GoPro desktop computer, the whole oh, transition to the, to the iPhone helped you? Uh, focus more or absolutely we talked about that also because I I used to I use my GoPro with a microphone upload to the iMac and edit in iMovie and export the whole process we said if it was about a half hour video it would take about from hitting record on the camera and then running it through the computer it would take about six hours to get it ready and with the iPhone it would take about 15 minutes so yes. I recorded on the iPhone. I use the Splice app now. That's what I've been using, which I like. It's a different way of editing. It's taking separate pieces and putting them all together. And so far, I really like it. And they have really nice music. I like that there's royalty-free music on there. because even that's, that's a part iMovie, of the GoPro uh, umbrella, yes. isn't it? Splice? Yes. GoPro made that Yeah, up. it's GoPro. So I'm still kind of with GoPro. Yeah. But it's it's neat. I can do it all on my phone. And I tell Jillian, I'm like, I'll be off in just a moment. I'm putting a whole video together. It's only going to take me 10 minutes to do this. And the picture quality is great. The sound quality is great. So yeah, it is definitely a hit putting everything into one device. And what's, what inspired this, you, you and I were talking about because uh, Jillian and I are having a boy a mm -hmm. baby in February. So I don't want to spend six hours on the computer when Dane's crawling around and yelling. Yeah, that was the light bulb moment for me when you uh, had told me that you guys were expecting. I'm like, oh, man, I don't know why I thought of your workflow, but I, mm -hmm. it, took, it took two months of me keep tell, uh, talking about workflow because it originally started with an iPad. Let's get mm -hmm. you to an iPad, iPad, iPad. And then when the new iPhone, uh, iPhones came out in summer, is it the summer or is it September? I forget. Um, this fall, I think. Yeah, this fall, I went over and tested them. I'm like, wow, it was even faster than the iPad. But now the iPad came out again after the iPhone. It's always changing, and you got to keep up. But I think you made the wisest choice to keep it with the phone and keep one device because you're always going to have it with you. The iPad, mm -hmm. you wouldn't necessarily always carry it with you. Um, no, it's big. And the, the funny thing was it all came together because you were talking about, man, I got 16 cell phones yes. and you're trying to convince me to get one cell phone for everything. <laughs> so I think that pushed you along the way to, it did. to release it, yourself from the madness. And me also, because old habits die hard. Those GoPros, I don't, I'm not a recreational 
um, filmmaker. Yeah, I, I shoot videos every day. Every day I'm using that GoPro. I'm using the phone. I am constantly filming. I love it. So, yeah, and you know how I am. I, I go, I have to meditate on it for a while, and then let's pull the, let's pull the trigger. Boom, and we got it. Yeah, no, it's. Uh, I was very happy for you when you made the transition, and there was only a couple questions you had, and I think one of them was the Splice app because uh, iMovie wasn't working the way you wanted to, which I I never really was married to iMovie um, on the phone because it was uh, a smaller version of what is on the iMac. So that was mm-hmm. fine. But um, I'm well, glad one you of have my, so many options. It, absolutely. Uh, so, uh, concept I was working on, and it was difficult at first, but the Splice app is good for that. I was thinking I, less is more. Less is more. I want to make a more compact workout, especially for YouTube. Shorter, more compact. Boom, 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 done. Not so much talking beforehand, um, because that's what I always do. And I, I still do that, of course, but it comes in waves. You want to change it up. I film thousands and thousands of videos. So there is that creative bug in me all the time that like, let's, let's do something different, throw something new out there. It's going to hit people a little differently. It might draw some new people in. And if, if people have been following me for a while, don't like it, they can always go back to my other videos and then I'll probably switch back eventually. So there's, something for everybody. It was so great to talk to Melissa Bender and Coach Kozak because it's like we've known each other for so long. We've done so many collaborations together. And we're, as I say, we're, there's only a handful of us that are crazy enough to do this kind of um, yeah. <laughs> branding, well, this kind of business online. I like um, the, the format that you have that you're, you're getting to the origin, the, the genesis of how, how did you get to where you are and some of it, uh, I think it was Kozak, he, he diverted and he's like, wait a minute, you skipped a step. How did you get from here to here? So the uh-huh. story, it, those are good. You, you want to know the story, the, the behind the scenes. I forgot. Yeah, I, it was a TV sh- show. I don't know if it was on VH1 or where are they now? They did such a good job of like going back to the origin. I don't know if I'm getting that right, but I always loved like when you see a celebrity or like a famous musician and they go back to like, well, how did you start? How did the mm-hmm. band start? I think those are so intriguing. Like it starts from an idea or it starts from a passion and it just, uh, you're not famous instantly or you're not successful. Instantly, well, so you have to work at it. Yeah. So much of the culture now is these reality shows and uh, Jillian likes the voice and I watch the voice with her sometimes and everyone, you know, there's a lot of talent on there. But I was talking to her about it last night. I said, it's so difficult because these people that come on The Voice, uh, we don't know who they are. They live in small towns. They live in cities. All of a sudden, they're instantly famous. And they, they do backstories on them. But it's not a backstory of having to do as much with they've been uh, performing and performing, doing all these albums and getting all these deals. And they work their way up that way. They're kind of instantly famous. And... I said, they're famous for singing. They sing well, but they sing other people's songs. I said, it'd be really cool if in the finals, they all had to compose their own songs and perform them because you get so much more of a flavor of who they are. And that's what I love about like Melissa Bender and Coach Kozak is I know they started very, like I did, very innocently. Um, There was a point where they, all of us had that little explosion in our brain that said, I want to do some workout videos or I, I want a personal train. I want to do this. How should I do that? 
And this is all around the time when YouTube was just getting started. How do we do that? Where do we film? What kind of camera? I love that it's so organic and so honest. Uh, neither one of us walked into a big studio and said, hey, I'm going to do some Pilates videos for you. So, okay, sure. We're going to film you with all these lights and cameras, and we're going to distribute your DVDs everywhere. We all did it on our own. And we kept trying and doing different things to see what would work. And it's always evolving. But I, I, that is the that's so instant celebrity now. And I'm more interested in people who have really where they came from, like Coach Kozak. He was born in Michigan. He packed up his car and drove all the way to San Antonio, Texas, to start something down there. I love that. It's like a movie. That's a great story. It's like the beginning of Doc Hollywood. Or mm. uh, he's just boom. I'm going to go try something. I'm going to drive across the country. Um, a lot of times you think that's the American dream. I'm I'm going to go somewhere else and see what happens. But I have we, a drive and a passion. Well, we did kind of head west, southwest, but <laughs> well, <otherwise. technically. laughs> a little warmer down there. Uh, but am I still sounding okay, Stefan? Yeah, no, I haven't heard any robots. Oh, because oh. you're still roboting. I mean, you oh, should man. start doing the robot dance. Oh man, you I sound like um, who's the robot on Pee Wee's Playhouse? Oh, today's magic word is. Dun, 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 dun. Wasn't that the screen? Uh, YouTube. <laughs> Wasn't that the screen on the wall? No, there was a robot. He would always give you the magic word for the day. And whenever oh. anyone would say it everywhere. Ah! Oh, that's right. You know, actually, that's on TV now. Um, I just, that's where I saw it. I have a season of it. Somebody bought it for me because I used to obsess over that show when I was a kid. Well, do you, do you think they, uh, um, just came to the conclusion that nobody cares what he did because it's 20 years ago and it's kind of like off the radar. Oh, in the, the house? Yeah, because the, they have... Remember, this is rated... What are we rated? PG or G or PG-13? I don't know what this podcast is. Well, I don't... Well, that show was on 30 years ago. So I don't think anybody remembers. That's actually probably pretty tame considering what you, know, what you hear about things now right but well, does it and some of the retro stuff plays so i wonder if they some executives have said hey we're sitting on all this footage let's put it back out there and get money off of this and and also the lawrence fishburne was cowboy bob or cowboys and and uh, phil hartman phil was Thaw. the sea captain yeah the old sea captain oh that's I, right I, one more thing about peewee's playhouse i would be so sad when he would pull that lever and his bike would come out because that meant the show was over. I that show was so imaginative. Well, who was, so, wasn't uh, there another character, Miss Yvonne or Miss? There was yeah. Miss Yvonne. There was a King of Cartoons. There was a Dinosaur Family, uh, the jazz musicians, uh, Penny. It was it, it was a variety show, kind of like a Dean Martin variety show, but for kids. But Paul Rubens, Pee Wee, always threw in adult humor. Also, <laughs> so <Yeah>. adults could <laughs> watch and go, oh, well, there's a lot of innuendo. Uh, there was one, I, Darren, you know, Darren, he always mm -hmm. quotes this. It's so funny. Miss Yvonne, I think she said, I'm going to go change into my swimsuit. Pee Wee goes, can I watch? <laughs> <laughs> like, well, there, there you go, right there. <laughs> and who did the theme song? Uh, Elfman? No, uh, it was a uh... singer. It's a female singer. Uh, she was man, really I, big in the 80s oh man i i drawn a blank i can't remember the theme song she likes to have fun cindy lopper uh, she, she yep cindy lopper huh. mm -hmm. she, she did the the opening song but i digress i had an ex-girlfriend who used who worked in sarasota florida at the golden apple dinner theater 
and Paul Rubens was friends with people at that theater, so he would come to some of the parties. I think she shared salsa with Paul Rubens one time, so that was exciting. <laughs> that was Bonnie. Did Bonnie's he double friend. dip? He could have. He just, I'm trying to eat. Okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> That's my peewee. Uh, <laughs> um, Jilly doesn't like that movie, Peewee's Big Adventure. I think it's marvelous. Oh, I That's think That's a whole fantastic. other podcast right there. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I have my notes here. Let me say, I mentioned in the beginning of this podcast, I'm under the weather. Let me say, I've not been sick in probably seven or eight years. I'm very fortunate. I hardly ever get sick, other than, you know, my, my, my confusion in my brain a lot. But because we have a, a boy on the way, a baby on the way, Jilly has been insisting that I get a flu shot. I have had one flu shot in my life that was 15 years ago uh, in where was that? Celebration Fitness in Celebration, Florida. I got the flu shot. It's the only other time I had it. I haven't had the flu. I, maybe I had it 40 years ago the last time. But she insisted I get it. I went to Safeway yesterday. And the pharmacist, he was in an ornery mood. Uh, he said, come back in 10 minutes. So I did some shopping, got some good groceries. And I came back and I went in the little waiting room there for about 20 minutes it took forever and he came in annoyed and he plunged the needle into my arm and poof, the liquid went in felt okay and then last night I started getting a fever and the chills and I was rolling around on the floor <laughs> up in the loft because I read on the floor and all that just moaning and complaining to Addie and when I finally came down to bed my teeth were chattering I think it woke Jillian up and even though I turned on the noise machine, which is waves, that didn't help. It made me feel even colder. But I digress. Anyway, I haven't been sick in years. I got the flu shot, and I'm feeling a little better. I feel hungover today. My head hurts. So I, <laughs> Jillian said, you, you did a great thing for your son. And I'm, I personally don't get the flu shot. I would never have gotten it again if I wasn't having a son. And I'm not here to tell you not to get it or to get it. You do your own research. I'm telling you about my own personal experience. Yeah, well, I, I had to take my kids in for the flu shot. And while we were in the waiting room for like 45 minutes, uh, I was just joking around with my kids. And I'm like, why don't you just lick that uh, doorknob over there and we can get this over with? Because you're probably going to get the flu. <laughs> there <laughs> you go. Like, we can save money on the shot. But, build up uh, the immunity. <laughs> <laughs> no, I never get the flu shot uh, anymore. I did get it. And we talked about this. I got it Oh, right when we were starting to have kids. So 14, 15 years ago. And it you and was, I had kids? Yes. Uh, beautiful right. kids. Um, but where are they? Oh and I got I got really sick uh, from the flu shot. I didn't I didn't roll on the floor like you. I think that's uh, <laughs> well. I do that o- anyway. only drama people. People that are in drama that's a uh. side effect. If you have the flu shot, you roll on the floor. <laughs> roll and sing some sad ballads. <laughs> and I had Sa- the Santa Claus Part Two on, and I fell asleep up there, and I woke up like uh, you know. I'm not a, my dad was never a good patient when he didn't feel well because he never got sick. And I was the same way. I was whiny and Addie was snoring, but, and my teeth were chattering. So I, I probably woke Jilly up. Um, but an observation I had yesterday, because I go to Safeway once or twice a week to get a few supplies. And when you go get the shot, you, you go into a waiting room by the pharmacy. It, it's merely a door, but it's night and day. 
I was sitting in there and you feel like you're in a doctor's office or a hospital. And one of my goals in life is to spend as little amount of time as possible Very in a sterile. hospital. It has yeah, a smell. I, it, a little bit. It, it looked like people aren't in there very often, but I could look right out the windows into Safeway where I'm usually bouncing and skipping around the aisles, picking up my food. And I was waiting to get a shot. I didn't want to get the shot. And I, in my bag, I had a big bag of frozen berries. I had green tea and all this healthy stuff. And I was thinking, you know, that's, that's my preventative shot right there is what I buy in the grocery store and what I put in my body. So the needle was amazing actually, because the ornery, we'll call him ornery pharmacist, <laughs> the OP. In case you're listening. <laughs> he, he plunged. Yeah, his name was, I, I actually looked at him because I walked up to the counter initially and he was on the phone and he slammed his hand down on the counter. And I was thinking, yeah, most people probably get medication from him because he's stressing him out so much. Slammed his hand down. He came over and I looked at him and uh, the Christian in me too. I said, are you okay? He's like, yeah, yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay. But uh, he was having a moment up there and I didn't want to instigate anything. So I kept it really friendly. I used his name and yeah, you know, went and bought him a box of chocolates and some ice cream. And <laughs> anyway, I wasn't saying the needle technology plunged the needle in the liquid went in bloom, pulled it out. And he says, you're done. And, and, uh, you don't even have to use a bandaid or gauze, just a tiny little, little prick right there. So she said, "Put <laughs> a little prick on the shoulder." So oh, I so no, that was neat. No nasal. My kids have had the nasal ones before. It changes every year, whether it's a needle or the the mist. I think is what they call the it. Mi- I I did some research last night when I was moaning and writhing on the floor. Yeah, that's my instructor. That's Sean over there writhing on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> I went. Well, I crawled. I dragged myself and crawled out call? of the computer. You should have filmed yourself and said, "Okay, this is the goose embryo hatching. It's very that's good right. for your back and your spine." And this is your post-flu writhing workout. There's a semblance of a plank in here. If I try to do a burpee, I'm going to pass out. <laughs> so that's I was okay. reading up about it, and I mean that's why I, I do this disclaimer. I said it earlier. I'm like, do your own research. I'm not here to tell you to get the flu shot, yes or no. Do your own research. I would never do that because merely going online, oh my goodness, it's so much conflicting all can, over. The you place. can really freak yourself out. Yeah, it's a very hostile medical. environment, and you yeah. and I don't like conflict. I want workouts that flow. I want to write books that flow. I don't want conflict. That's not what I'm interested in. So do your own research. But last night, ugh, <laughs> big whining brat. <laughs> I was, and then I taught this morning and I staggered in and my clients are fantastic. It was a yoga and Pilates class. And they all first probably guy, thought you were hungover. Well, the nice thing about me is that I'm always pretty goofy. You're pretty goofy too. Yeah, that's true. And you probably Pluto. weren't goofy. Were you all business this morning? Uh, I was... I was good because when you feel like that, it's good to have a, a distraction. And that's going in the room. I walked in, everybody was in there, and I was just chatting it up. And after the class, I said, if you noticed I was a little woozy or acting a little more strange today, it's because I had a flu shot. I don't feel very well. So, but they're like, oh, we didn't notice. So <laughs> it was a great class. We had fun. I was feeling extra friendly. So, you know, I go around and hug everybody. Right. No, I don't do that. Well, you say that, and then you went and hugged everyone and shook their hands, and they're like, oh, I don't want the flu. That's right. Some people people don't understand how it works, but that's that's not how it would work. Well, that's the biggest myth, I think, about the flu shot is they think it gives you the flu. It doesn't do that, but there are certain symptoms. 
of I will I, I don't want to get too much into that. Again, do your own do your own research. Um, <laughs> but I am feeling better, but it is kind of like a hangover. It keeps coming and going. I feel okay, and then my head starts to hurt, and then I start to whine. But I think I'll go back down to the gym later and work out. That'd probably feel good to get out and do something. All right. So what have we what have we accomplished today so far? Uh, we talked a little. We rehashed where you were with your uh, uh, workflow. We talked about addictions, how we're doing, where they now segment. Um, talked a little bit about uh, observations when I went to Wisconsin Dells. <laughs> the water. Uh, for the weekend, mm-hmm. there's another observation I wanted to bring up that uh, because I was sitting there for two hours and had no screen and I wasn't uh, on the water slides or anything like that. And I was being a parent of four kids uh, that were having fun at the water park. So I was kind of just the uh, I have to stand still in case there's a problem they can find me. <laughs> but mm-hmm. um, I started noticing all the people that were walking by and. I was trying to find someone, not a model, not someone that was ripped, just someone that I thought could probably run a mile or two without like passing out or having a medical emergency. I was having a hard time finding anybody that was actually in shape by Mm -hmm. any standard. And uh, I shared with you a a really gross picture of a guy's foot. (laughs) Oh, the nightmare fuel. Oh, he kept, uh, I was sitting on a hobbit foot. And he kept putting his foot on the bench. And, uh, yeah, I, I grabbed my uh, daughter's phone and took a picture of it and sent it to you. It, it you have to because me. you don't have a phone. Yeah, it haunted me. It haunted <laughs> me. So, yeah, that was uh, quite something. But I noticed that everyone was walking around with these huge, they look like science beakers of uh, amazing colored liquids. So they're these frozen drinks. And I think they cost over $30, and it was like 32 ounces of this slushy adult drink. It was alcoholic? It was alcoholic. <laughs> and I asked the bartender, I said, uh, how, much, how much sugar is in that? And he's like, oh, that's a good question. I have no idea. Oh, there's got to be so much sugar. I would, I would <clears> venture <throat> to guess there's like 60 to 80 grams of sugar. And this one lady, uh, over the course of two hours... She came back and got another one. So she had two of those. And she, uh, oh, I was like, wow. I, I don't know what to say other than uh, I thought that was outrageous. I walked around the corner. There was a bar that had, a, it was a pool. So you, you, you can sit at the bar and you're in the water and they're serving you drinks. It's a booze. Uh, what do they call that? I don't uh, know what they, a, I pool, was, a pool bar, I guess. A pool booze bar. Pool. Yeah, you sit. <laughs> You sit in the pool with the other people's disgusting situation, and you and you get really drunk. And I'm like, it's oh, cheers I'm... underwater. We've hit a whole new low. Like I was fascinated by it, and I only saw it for about ten minutes. I was sitting on the other end where it wasn't a pool bar, but yeah, just you could just sit in there and have a great time and not go on any of the water slides and just observe people. You know, it, it's like a movie, but it's almost like a silent movie. You can't really indoor, know. The, yeah, indoor you don't, water park. Yeah, you don't you don't know the conversations, but you you watch people as they as they behave. And I showed you that one. I took a picture of the kid that was um, spraying everybody. So Mark, that we went to high school with, he reminded me of that because he had this awesome look on his face. He was getting away with it, and no Little one mischievous was, grin. 
no one, even parents, he was spraying people that didn't have like, you know, swimsuits on, like people that are just walking with regular clothes. He was spraying <laughs> them with this, this nasty pool water and no oh. one did anything. And he was just laughing for like 30 minutes as he sprayed people, even that, people he, that work. That is there. focus, right? We talk about focus. That is focus doing that for 30 minutes. Well, could you imagine like interviewing him afterwards? Be like, well, you know, if he came out of the water park, did you have fun? Yeah. What did you do? Well, I sprayed all these people. <laughs> now, with... what made you decide to spray people? Where where'd that come from? Because no one's no one stops me. I can do what I want. So that That's was true. Uh, yeah. No one uh, no one stands up for anything anymore. I thought that was interesting. Huh. Interesting. Like, I well, the power of people watching. Is, is truly fascinating. You learn a lot. I, I used to do it at Disney World when I'd walk there before I teach. You sit on a bench and watch, watch humanity go by, watch people go by for an hour. And I do notice, too, I, as, a person, as a fitness trainer, I watch how people move, how they walk, how they carry themselves, how they carry their weight. Sometimes they'd be late for a ride or a show, and you'd see them run. And you, some you would look at and say, oh, they're runners. And others say they probably haven't run in 10, 20 years. Uh, by by the way they're running. But I mentioned my videos earlier, trying different methods, different types of videos. And it's all, of, bottom line too, is a, a way to attract different people to what I offer. It's a, there's no end to the work out there. I mean, there's a lot of obesity. A lot of people don't take care of themselves. I go to Wisconsin and I really see that. So it's, it makes me think of new ways I can reach people. How can I help people? I do workouts that are mainly body weight so we could do it right there in the middle of Shopco if you wanted to <laughs> right there's there's literally no excuse for the amount of and we talked about the iPhone and the power of that the amount of resources that are available at your fingertips you don't have to go to a gym or anything and it's just it's right there for the taking but uh, people are just ignoring it and Going after the big 32-ounce slushy drinks. <laughs> oh, man. Well, or the 32-what, pack of beer. Oh, yeah. That things are sold so back, much larger now. Back in West Salem when we were um, – our last visit was October, and they, they have quick trips there. I don't know what they are on the East Coast or whatever, but a convenience store, gas station thing. And you notice when you go in that they're, front and center is all this beer, but you don't buy a 12-pack or 6-pack – you got to buy a 30 pack and uh, it says lowest legal limit available. And uh, you can buy 30 cans for like $12. Wow. Why, why do I need 30 cans of beer? I mean, if you're ever in a party, I understand. Busy it, but, weekend. But everyone, you watch them, you could sit there for two hours and count the, the 30 pack cans that are going out. Uh, and uh, it's just, it's almost like its own YouTube channel. If you put down your phone and you just observe people in a massive area, mall, whatever, you be, it's like, you know, watching a YouTube channel and you're like, oh, this is interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Let's close. I want to close with this. We had mentioned okay. this also in our discussion before, the, before the podcast, the pre-podcast, but Jillian and I did a, was that two weeks ago or a week ago, it was a, what do they call it? A birthing class oh, yeah, we went, yeah. yeah we went friday night. was it called lamaze or not called lamaze we did a little bit of that breathing but it was 
the ins and outs of what what you can pregnant expect. and child yeah childbirth and afterwards it was very interesting it was us and a, a bunch of other couples everybody was very nice you're pregnant now what is that yeah that, what do you do now what is, what is that was on the uh the uh the board before you got into the meeting room right you're pregnant <laughs> now what well we were late because we live up the mountain so we came in like oh excuse me just sweat you know swaggering in there late but I noticed that most of them drank those energy drinks, uh, Red the Bull. Monster and the Red Bull at night. And we went the next morning for six and a half hours and they were, most of them were drinking these energy drinks. I don't think the, the mothers were, but the, the guys were. And right there, I'm like, oh man, those are, those are intense. And, but it was a very good course. We learned a lot. It's a great facility. That's where Jilly will be giving birth. We actually watched a video and she warned us, said there is a real childbirth in this. It was filmed. These people volunteered to be filmed. They're locals. And she said, if you recognize somebody, it's because they're from around here. Well, that's and weird. <laughs> I, I, don't, I had seen photos of the head coming out of, oh, by the way, they, the woman who led it, she said the word vagina about 800 times. So I, <laughs> I've never what, heard it said that's that what, many that's times. What it is. That's what it is. <laughs> I know. It's wonderful. But, you know, the. The dork in me is like, ha, ha, vagina. <laughs> uh, but so we saw a baby come out of the vagina. And I didn't know how it would react. I've only seen pictures before. I'm like, whoa, that's something right there. I mean, it happens all the time. It has to, or I wouldn't be here. But they, the baby came right out. I teared up. I thought it was beautiful. I loved it. I looked around the room. I think a couple of the guys were like, whoa. But I, I thought it was remarkable. So I was very excited about that. Uh, <laughs> to see that happen. Yeah, I, I, I got emotional. Yeah, I'm not going to be there probably right in that spot. I'll be up by Jilly's head. That's probably too much information. But Yeah, no, that's when I, so for my two kids, we didn't watch any videos that I remember that I recall, but um, yeah, you're. But babe, like, remember like, though, remember our Macbeth video from high school? <laughs> yes. That was, <laughs> well, I have to do this. this and never mind. I should post that sometime. We did a whole birthing scene at the beginning of our Macbeth video. Yes. <laughs> it's all about a C-section. Yeah, that's right. And that's true. Spoiler that's alert. Was in Macbeth. It was, it was authentic. Yes. <laughs> but no, I go back to those energy drinks. Have you ever seen anybody a recent, uh, recently drinking an energy drink that actually looks fit? Uh, I'm not sure. Because they're drinking. Drinking. What is that? There, people drink them more socially, which the only time if I ever thought of having one, I don't, but would be before a workout. It's like a pre-workout, but people drink them as if they're drinking iced tea or well, water or soda. I read something that they're not regulated because they're not considered a food. I think they're called a, uh, I forget what they're labeled as, but they're not considered a food. So they don't have to be as much, they can pump as much caffeine as they want, like coffee has mm -hmm. to, like a coffee drink has to be regulated. Uh, sports drink does not have to be regulated like a monster or Red Bull. So there's a lot of people that are having like seizures or other issues Ooh. because of that. You got to be careful. Uh, I've seen kids at uh, basketball games uh, drinking energy drinks, like little kids, like 10 years oh, old. I, I, it's it's kind of like a 10-year-old a having five cups of coffee yeah. in a row, very strong coffee the convenience stores and Safeway, they have whole coolers now full of these energy drinks. I bought one, that must have been two years ago, some kind of Starbucks energy drink. It's still in my fridge. I've never even opened it. I think I'm scared to. 
It's like a fine I don't wine. <laughs> I know because if I'm going to work out, I usually have some green tea beforehand or black coffee or my super greens, a little bit of caffeine, but I would never want to uh, introduce that, those energy drinks into my body on a regular basis to normalize them because then your body's struggling constantly trying to normalize itself when you keep dumping all that caffeine into the system. Well, right. And then you crash and then you need another one. So you, you yeah, get really energized and then you crash because I recently just got off of coffee. So I haven't had coffee in like two months. You're on cocaine now? Yes, it was a natural. It was a natural progression. <laughs> it was that. Hey, yeah, I noticed the sniffing. You're not a robot anymore, but I I have heard the sniffing, the like sniffing. on Seinfeld, the guy with the he was allergic to Kramer's oh, sweater. The mole mo, mo hair or mole? <laughs> I think it's mole hair. Mole hair. Okay. But hey, that's good. That ties up the podcasting because we were talking about addictions. I mean, I, I like these. They're they're rambling, but we do have we do have a method to our madness, don't we? Yeah, we like to throw at least one or two topics into the mix, and we circle well, back usually. That's usually, I think that's been consistent. Yeah, and we're talking about things that you and I are experiencing. I, I don't like talking about obscure concepts very much. So it's, it's you know, I talk to you because you're a father, two beautiful children. So I'm like, hey, Stefan, what do you think about this? Well, let me tell you because personal experience seems to trump everything else. Uh, I talked to my mom all the time about when she was pregnant and when she gave birth. Evidently, I pretty much fell out. I was the second child. My dad barely made it into the, the room, the delivery room. He just got in there and she was, I was already, I dove right out and started doing burpees. <laughs> hey, where are the cameras? <laughs> <laughs> hey, is this, you have a GoPro? What do you got here? And this was in Redondo Beach, California, I think South Bay Hospital. So, where is that, that was relation to the uh, fires in California? Is that because I sent you that picture? Oh. of the view from Manhattan Beach—you could see all the smoke. Well, uh, poor California. There's always fires going on there. I know the those horrific ones up in Paradise, but that Paradise, I believe, is pretty far north, isn't it? That's up north of San Francisco. Right. I think the, they've even filmed Hallmark Christmas movies there because it's so pretty up there. And wouldn't man, you God be able to them. see the Malibu ones though? Of course, yeah, Man you would. Manhattan. Yeah, I think you that's would. the you picture can, I you sent can... you was a southern okay. view of Manhattan. You can Beach. see the mountains from Manhattan Beach. Well, there's Palos Verdes on the other direction, past Hermosa Beach and Redondo, and then there's there's Malibu. But yeah, Southern California, where I grew up, is so dry. I say it's you're living in a desert. It's very dry. Hmm. So good old Manhattan Beach. Well, I hope the Skype worked out. I hope the uh, robots were just because of the online recording piece. Um, but otherwise, unplugging my microphone and plugging it back in made it, sol- made it may have solved the problem. It, after you plugged it back in, it did do it a few times, but not as much. And the last 15, 20 minutes, it's been clear. So uh, the sun just came out here. Maybe that has something to do with it. I was doing the podcast with Coach Kozak, and they live in Utah now, so they're in the mountains, and we actually lost the anchor connection once. That's the first time that happened using iPhones, and when we came back, I had written it down. I said, because of the mountains, because we're both up here. It's a little difficult sometimes, but it's always a creepy feeling. You're talking and talking, then you realize nobody's there. <laughs> or you're just really boring <laughs> the other person. Yeah, Sean, I, don't, I just don't want to talk to you anymore. Would you shut up? <laughs> blah 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 all right my yada, good man well, yada yada me that's good please wherever you're listening to this on leave your comments below uh, if you've had similar gone through similar things or you can leave it also on my actually this is better leave it on my 
Facebook page. It's Facebook at Sean Vig. That's my fitness page. How do you spell Vig? V is in Victor, I-G-U-E. It's like Excellent. Vogue, but with an I. Because uh, it's a nice way to get some feedback also. And don't worry, I only check Facebook a couple times a day because I was just talking about that. But what addictions you have, if you had trouble with social media, Twitter, uh, flu shots, eh, share it on there. It's nice. Water to, parks. <laughs> what do you think of water parks? By the way, Wisconsin Dells, I mean, the big water park is Noah's Ark. That's the place to be. But right now it's freezing. Yeah, and you'd be a little open. nuts if you went there right now. And not even open. <laughs> right. You'd have to break in. Uh, well, thank you again, SS, for joining us. My pleasure. Fitness thank Unleashed with Sean me. Podcast. Do you have anything to say at the end? Uh, no. I hope everyone has a, a great holiday. And uh, please check out Sean's um, fitness app in the vault to get uh, your New Year's resolution started early. Oh, I know. we got to ramp all that stuff up. Uh, and you can find all that at seanvigfitness.com. The, per- the perfect stocking stuffer. Yeah, I got a lot of stuff for you. Actually, I'm excited to have a phone call tomorrow with a new publisher. Got some things in the work, perhaps a new paperback, but but uh, we'll see. I'll keep you posted. Uh, you can find my website in the description below. And as Stefan said, download my free app, check out my online training program, Sean's Vault, free for 14 days, and browse my collection of books, among other things, or follow me on YouTube at Sean Vig Fitness. I've got content everywhere. Got you covered. Love to train with you and let me know. Are you available? Are you available on the Commodore 64 yet? The Vic 20. <laughs> oh. The old, I got my own <laughs> floppy disk line. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> um, we'll say, oh, and if you've been enjoying this podcast on iTunes, Google platforms, wherever you're listening to it, please give it a good rating. Leave a comment and share it. Please share it on. We talked about earlier, I love the organic quality of my brand, of other people like Melissa Bender and Coach Kozak. And um, Oh, let me also mention, coming up on the podcast, Geraint Jones. I'm going to be interviewing him tomorrow. Best-selling author, uh, former British military soldier. I'm not, I'll ask him what his rank was. And also Gwen Lawrence, who's the power yoga for sports pioneer. She's going to be on soon. And also Jacob Quiz guard goes by the name Quist. He's a very well-known guitar player. He's from Denmark. He was playing with Brian Ferry for many years. I saw him last year. He's very popular. He does a lot of solo tours. He follows my workouts. Going to have him on. Great. Last maybe name. later this week. Hmm? Great. Great last name. Quiz guard. Yeah, we we both say that we're brothers from another mother. Because I'm half Danish and he's 100% Danish. So it'll be exciting to have him on. Talk about fitness, being on the road, music, his musical influence. He's a very talented guitar player. And a lot of other people coming on soon. Very cool. I mention, nah, let's not mention anymore. We'll, we'll keep, I'll let you know next time. But anyway, thanks yeah, for listening. Suspense. Leave a comment. And uh, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll come at you next time, hopefully with another episode that uh, tickles your fancy. <laughs> be well. Be well. God bless. Bye-bye.